Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Okay, you guys, there is so much more to life than just workouts and healthy recipes. This is all of those real moments, the good, the bad, and the sometimes hilarious things that make life so worth living. So how do you live it? This is the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. Hello, welcome to episode one of Let's Do Life with Autumn Calabrese. I'm your host, Autumn Calabrese, and I just have to say I am so excited to finally be doing this podcast. It's actually something that I've wanted to do for several years, and life has been crazy busy, which is what has kept me from doing it, but it's also what inspired me to name the podcast what I named it and to have this theme of let's do life, that instead of letting life get in the way of me doing something that I really wanted to do, I decided to embrace it and to make it a part of this podcast. So let's just talk about it, you guys. Let's dive in. Let's dive into what I've been doing, first of all. Um, let me get you guys caught up. So if we're talking about let's do life, yeah, life is a little bit crazy right now. Let me take it back a few weeks, maybe about a month. So before this quarantine happened, before the pandemic happened and the order to shelter at home was given, life was just that. It was crazy busy for me. Um, I, I was having the best time with it. I am somebody who absolutely loves having a full plate, having a full schedule. And I definitely had a full schedule before the world seemed to go a little bit crazy, um, working on several projects and, and just doing everything that I loved to be doing. Um, and then before we knew it, the world was flipped, turned upside down. And being that I live here in Los Angeles, we actually were um, given the shelter at home order earlier than some people. And that changed everything, just like it did for everybody else. Now, I will say this. I am blessed to have a job that allows me to continue to work, even from home. Uh, in fact, to have a job that is flourishing during this time, not that by not that this is the way that we want to flourish by having a pandemic happen, but you know, being that I am a super trainer with Beachbody and I create at-home fitness programs and nutrition programs, and this is something that everybody desperately needs right now. Yes, I am busier than ever, which again, I absolutely love. But um, in the midst of the several projects that I had going on, I also had a, another big project going on, which was that I was selling two of my houses and buying a new house. So one was the Fixate house uh, that stayed in the family. It's still a part of the Beachbody family so that we can continue to film my cooking show Fixate there. The other was my house in Calabasas, and uh, I was buying a different home, not too far away, still in Calabasas, but in a gated community. That was something I had decided to do for myself and Dom, uh, really wanted to be in a community where we were living was sort of isolated in the mountains, beautiful, peaceful, but there just weren't really kids around or, or community around for us to have something to do. So in this whole scheme of doing life, we decided we wanted to do life in a community. So obviously selling two houses and buying a new house is a massive undertaking. 
And I was still waiting on um, a remodel to be finished at my Calabasas house before I could put that house up for sale. So the good news is, is that the Fixate house was able to sell and stay in the Beachbody family. The frustrating news is that the quarantine happened before the remodel finished on the Calabasas house. So that house is actually sitting right now. I can't put it up for sale yet. Um, so yes, that's, that is something that is weighing on me, but I'll figure it out. And we did close on the new house and I spent the last week and a half making that move. Not easy to do, um, when you're trying to keep social distancing and things like that, but was able to make it happen with the help of my assistant and my son and we got it done and we are now in our new house and super happy to be here. Um, and the good news is, is that the projects that I'm still working on while we had to pivot massively in order to keep working on them, um, we were able to pivot massively and I have still been able to keep working on them. So I'm definitely having fun doing that. Super excited. Um, I will make announcements at some point, probably even here on this podcast, as to some of the fun upcoming projects that I have in development, probably stuff that you guys would not expect, but uh, definitely super duper excited about everything that is going on. But with all of that being said, we are still in the midst of this quarantine. And so Dom and I have been sheltering at home. We have been doing our social distancing and I've just been doing my best to to do what I do, to be the presence basically mostly on social media, to hopefully be a place of positivity, a place of motivation, a place of inspiration, somewhere people can come and get advice for exercising at home, for how to continuously eat healthy because it is so important right now. You guys obviously you know, fitness and nutrition is what I do. So you will hear me talk a lot about it on this podcast. It's not the only thing that I'm going to talk about, but you're definitely going to hear me talk about it. And I will just say this, that it is so important right now while we're all at home, while we're all stressed out and anxious and not really knowing, you know, what is going on or when it's going to end. It's so important to be taking care of our health to be exercising daily or regularly at least, and to be eating properly. You know, I've sort of seen this 50-50 split of people either really dialing it in and being like, okay, I'm home, no excuses, I'm finally going to get it done. And they're really dialing it in and going for it. And then I've seen the other half of people just sort of throwing caution to the wind like, oh my gosh, the world's going to end. I should just eat Doritos and ice cream and drink all the alcohol. And, you know, I'm just going to give the tough love. If you know me, you know I love to give tough love. The world isn't ending. It's not going to end. We are going to get through this. This too shall pass. And um, let's not use it as an excuse to not take care of ourselves. Let's continue to take care of ourselves physically. Let's also take care of ourselves mentally and emotionally. And let's continue to take care of each other. And we can take care of each other by being the example. How many of us have that sort of one friend that we look up to or maybe that our group of friends looks up to that like if they're doing it, everybody else kind of falls in line. Not that not that we should have a world full of followers, but we all know that we have sort of that dynamic among us. At least I've seen it in all of my groups of friends. So maybe you're that person that everybody else is sort of looking up to. Maybe you're the one that's 
got your stuff together more so than everybody else. So everybody's looking to see what you do. So be that positive example right now. Be that person that is lifting other people up. Um, I know I just went off on a little bit of a tangent, but hey, we're talking about doing life and this is part of doing life is is being there for each other and supporting each other and doing it in a really positive, healthy way. So that's sort of what I've been up to. Like I said, I've got a few projects going on. I'm still working very hard on all of them. I've got some fun announcements coming hopefully at the end of spring slash middle of summer. So you'll have to stay tuned for those. Other than that, we're getting settled into our new house. Dom is being homeschooled. The nice thing for um, us is that Dom was already being homeschooled before the whole shelter in place thing happened. But even that changed a little bit for us. We went from having his homeschool teacher come to the house to him getting homeschooled online, which I know a lot of kids are doing right now. And parents, I'm sure you feel me that that is stressful, right? Having the kids at home is stressful enough. Having Dom's teacher come to the house made it easier because he would be in the classroom with the teacher. She would be the one keeping him focused. But obviously having him home and having to try to keep him focused on the computer, that has not been the easiest thing in the world. So I don't know what other parents out there feel me on that, but um, let's all hang in there. The good news is, is that the school year is almost over and hopefully, you know, summertime will come and the pandemic will hopefully end and come the fall, everything will go back to normal. Um, All right, you guys, we are going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we are going to be talking about what you can do to do life at home during this pandemic in a positive way. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we're talking all about doing life at home during the quarantine. So I've been getting messages. I've been getting um, uh, calls from different media outlets. Everybody wants to know sort of what people can be doing right now while they're at home. Um, What can they be doing for their fitness? What can they be doing for their nutrition? What can they be doing for their self-care? What can they be doing for fun even? All of it's coming into play, right? And that's all part of doing life. Here we are. Like Life is happening around us, but let's make sure that life is not happening to us. It's really important I think it's really important. Let me just say this. I think it's really important to try our best to look at the glass being half full. So instead of looking at life happening to us, to try to look at life happening for us. I will tell you this. The last few days of me driving back and forth from my house that I was living at to my new house, um, I noticed something quite remarkable. Obviously, we live in Los Angeles. We've got the mountains. We've got the ocean and the beach. Um And it doesn't rain that often here, but it has rained for the last five or six days straight. The weather has not been that nice. But the last two days, the weather has been beautiful. And I have never seen the sky so blue or the mountains so green. So while we're here beyond frustrated at home and bored out of our minds, I'm sure, Mother Nature is getting a much needed 
break. The pollution here in Los Angeles is like looks like it's completely gone. Like I said, I've just never seen the skyline look like a painting. It looks like a painting. So instead of thinking that this is happening to us, maybe this is happening for us. We've seen a lot, a lot of natural disasters happening in the last couple of years. Everything from um, tsunamis and tornadoes and earthquakes and, um, oh my gosh, just, just massive storms, everything, fires here in Los Angeles, hurricanes. We've been getting hit left and right. Mother Nature was just giving us a little bit of a wake-up call. So maybe, <laughs> you know, what do they say? What do they say if, uh, if, you, if you listen? I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be religious, but they say if you hear God's whisper, then you, he won't have to yell. I think that's how the saying goes or something like that. But the bottom line is, is that Mother Nature, I think, has been trying to give us a wake up call. So we weren't hearing it. And now she basically parked our butts at home and was like, I'll just handle it my damn self. Uh, so anyways, while we're at home, let's look at this as um, something something that's happening for us. One of the biggest excuses I hear about people about why they can't exercise or why they can't eat healthy is that they don't have time. Right. Everybody says, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. And while I know it can be super stressful to be out of work, I get it. You guys, I've been there. I'm not there right now, but I have been there before in my life and I understand what that feels like. You are being given a little bit of a gift of time. You're being given the gift of time to be at home, to take some time to take care of you. So let's start by doing that. So let's just start by talking about exercise. Um, Actually, let me back it up. Let's just talk about what I'm doing right now for for quarantining to keep my sanity. Let me start there. And here's why I'm starting there. Because the one thing that I'm doing to keep my sanity is I am scheduling everything I possibly can every day. I'm literally putting any activity I have for the day into my calendar on my phone. And I'm doing that for a very specific reason. Because when I'm not scheduled, it's really easy to get sucked into the Netflix and chill vibe, right? Sit on the couch, watch five hours of a TV show, sort of binge on crap food. And before you know it, the day's gone and you haven't been off the couch and you're still in your sweats and you don't even really know what you ate and you got nothing accomplished. That's one way to approach it. But that's definitely not the way that I am approaching it. It's just not the way I approach life in general. Like I have to do something. I am a control freak at heart. So like I need to take control of what I can take control of. And what I can take control of is my schedule and I can schedule things every day. So I schedule what time I'm waking up. I schedule what time I'm doing my workout. I schedule when I'm going to work during the day. I schedule when my lunch break is. I schedule my work calls throughout the day. So I know when those are. I know what time Dom and I are having dinner. Um, I know what time I want to be in bed by. I'm I'm keeping myself on a schedule because like I said, eventually this will pass and we will go back to normal life. And I want to be able to jump back into normal life 
as fast and as easy as possible. I don't want to get the call one day that like, hey, we're good to go. And all of a sudden I can't wake up early in the morning and I can't fall asleep until one o'clock in the morning and I've been eating like crap and I haven't been getting my workouts in. I'm going to be getting a call from my boss if that's the case about like, hey, what have you been up to? So I'm scheduling everything. And, and, and that includes my fun, whether it's Zoom calls with family or Zoom calls with friends or, or just a phone call. Um, any and all of it, I'm just putting it on my calendar in my phone so that each day does not end up feeling like Groundhog's Day. Because I can then look at the schedule and say like, oh, okay, I haven't done any, I haven't scheduled any fun in here. I need to schedule a little me time in here. Um, or, or, ooh, I forgot about that work call. Like, let me get that scheduled in there. So one thing you can do to do life efficiently during this quarantine is schedule everything. And like I mentioned, my workouts are one of the things I schedule. And I do that for a reason. Personally, I love getting my workout in first thing in the morning. So that is something that's scheduled for pretty much first thing in the morning right after I have my breakfast. It sets the tone for my day. It's off my plate. I don't have to think about it the rest of the day. But more importantly, it gives me that endorphin rush. It's something that I do for me. I don't just do it for the way my body looks. I say it all the time, good day, bad day, work it out. I love exercise because it keeps me sane. It's good for my mental health. So I schedule that workout first thing in the morning. I get in there and I get it done. You guys, you can do anything. You could take a walk. You could take a jog. You could take a bike ride. You can do beach body on demand. You can do one of my eight or nine workout programs. I have on Beachbody On Demand, but there's hundreds of other ones, not just mine. You can do cardio, you can do dance, you can do weight training, you can do yoga, you can do Pilates. Like there's so much stuff that you can do. You can do body weight exercises. So don't be afraid to schedule your exercise into the day. Now is the time to do it. Like now more than ever, we should be looking at the importance of our health. When we're getting hit by a pandemic and the doctors are saying that people with pre-existing conditions are much more likely to be hit harder by a disease like this, I don't know about y'all, but it makes me it scares the shit out of me. It makes me just be like, oh my God, I have to be on top of my health. Like if, if there's something that you can control, now is the time. This is a wake-up call to take control of it. So my workouts, like I said, are one of the things that I'm scheduling. I just finished doing 21 Day Fix Real Time, and I'm actually moving right on to 21 Day Fix Extreme Real Time. So that is what I am doing workout-wise. Okay. The other thing I talked about was food. Obviously, really important to pay attention to your nutrition. I will tell you guys this. I am a trainer. I've been a trainer for 17 years. So my job is to work people out. I also love nutrition and I do teach nutrition, but I haven't been doing that for as long as I've been training. But I will tell you that health and fitness and weight loss and all of that, that is 90% based on your nutrition. Your workouts, those are 30 to 60 minutes a day. That's it. You still got another 24 hours and lots of food that you have to put into your body to fuel your body properly. So maybe you're trying to figure out what you should be doing with nutrition. If you're looking for some guidance, love to help you. Ultimate Portion Fix is my program. But again, it, I'm not trying to do it as a sales pitch. I'm trying to get you guys to pay attention and say, 
what do I need help with and what can I be doing? What should I be getting when I'm going to the grocery store? Like you guys do not go to the grocery store hungry. And when you go to the grocery store, shop the perimeter. Those are going to be my two big tips for you right now in terms of nutrition. I'm sure we will have many more conversations about nutrition on this podcast, so I'll keep it short and sweet on that one. All right, let's talk about some other ways that you can do life at home during the quarantine. Um, Like I said, be consistent with the exercise, be consistent with your nutrition. Another thing that I think is really important is to have a period of time in the day where you turn off the news and you get off of social media. I don't know about you guys, but at a certain point, like I just can't hear anymore. Like I can manage the day and I can manage the level of stress that comes along with something as big as a pandemic. I can manage it when I'm not being bombarded with it. But if I leave the news on for more than 30 or 60 minutes, or I just keep seeing it over and over again on social media, my stress level goes through the roof. My anxiety kicks in and then it's hard. It's hard for me to bring it back down to a manageable level. Anxiety is something I deal with. That's part of something I have to do, something I have to deal with while doing life is anxiety. So I know that that is a trigger for me. So turn off the news, turn off social media, just unplug, schedule a certain amount of time to unplug. And while you're unplugging, you can, you know, that's when you can set up those Zoom calls with families or friends, Um, play a board game. If again, if you're sheltering with other people, be it significant other, family members, roommates, friends, like schedule like something fun. You can um, binge watch a TV show. Again, this is the one time I'm saying it's okay to sit in front of the TV and binge watch a TV show. Just don't binge watch the news. Like do something that's going to take your mind off of the news being stressful right now. And when you go into that binge watch, make sure you have a little bit of an idea of how long you're going to binge watch for. Because I don't know about you guys, but I can get sucked in and be like six episodes deep before I even realize it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like one o'clock in the morning. I really have to go to bed. So uh, put a limit on that just a little bit. Another thing that you can look at is, are there any projects you've been wanting to do, but you've been putting them off? Maybe you just didn't have the time to do it, or maybe you didn't have the energy to do it after you got home from the end of a long workday. Now's the time to do it. It could be anything. It could be organizing the closet. It could be organizing that junk drawer in the kitchen. It could be, I don't know, writing a book. It could be reading a book. It could be painting something. It could be reorganizing the furniture, deep clean. I don't know, whatever it is. If there's a project you've been meaning to do around the house and you haven't had a chance to do it, maybe now's the time to do it. So you can look into that as well. Um, Other fun ideas, like you could do a cooking contest. I actually just did a cooking contest with my family. This was actually quite fun um, because we don't live together. (laughs) So basically we decided for Easter Sunday morning, we were going to do a pancake cooking contest. We were on a text thread. We were all talking about pancakes. Somebody threw down the challenge. Let's see who can do the best pancake we all jumped in and said, okay, great, we're doing it. Except the funny thing was, is that obviously not being all together, there's no way to taste test it. So really, we all just made our pancakes. We sort of said what was in it. And we shared our photos with each other. And that was that. It was just meant to be fun, you guys. It was just a way to engage with my siblings, my parents, and to keep it fun. So uh, maybe you could do that. If you've got people in the house, maybe you guys can have your own little, you know, 
Iron Chef cooking contest right there in your house. Um, another thing you can do is practice your self-care. Ladies, I don't know if you feel me. I'm sure you do. But the nails are outgrown. The gray hairs are coming in. Could desperately use a facial. Like all of the self-care is needed right now. I have been working out extremely hard and I haven't been able to get a massage in like two months, which again, I'm not trying to sound bougie about it, you guys, but I'm an athlete. Like I work out intensely every single day. My body is used to getting massages regularly to keep my body functioning at optimum levels. And so not being able to get a massage for the last two months, um, I am feeling it like my neck is sore, my shoulders are sore. So I've been doing things like foam rolling and using um, like my hyper ice ball and my Theragun and taking uh, Epsom salt baths. I just got a little mini facial I gave myself the other day. I did call my colorist the other day and begged for him to mail me my hair, hair color, which he did. So I'll be doing that on my own. But basically, I'm just doing my own spa stuff right here out uh, at my house. So that's another thing that I'm doing. And then last but not least, again, depending on the part of the country you're living in, it might be harder for some than others. Uh, but get outside get some fresh air, get some vitamin D. Please, please, please be respectful of the social distancing and keeping your six feet and wearing something to cover your face because this is really important and we have to take this seriously. And the more we take it seriously and the faster we all take it seriously, the faster this can come to an end. But get outside, get that vitamin D that's so good for us. I can't even tell you guys after the five days of rain and the sun came out, like I was in the worst mood. I hate the rain. I purposely moved to Los Angeles for a reason. When I was 20 years old, I grew up in the Midwest. I don't do snow. I don't like dark and gray. I can't handle it. Like literally I talk about seasonal depression. I get it if it's gray and gloomy for too long. So as soon as that sun came out, instantly I was in a better mood. I was so much more productive in that one day than I had probably been in the last four days. It just makes me feel good. So I got outside. Dom and I played a little bit. Um, we went for a walk. We took the dog for a walk. Like We did two walks in one day, one just he and I, and then one with the dog, just so that we could get outside, like I said, and get some fresh air. So those are some things that you can do at home during this quarantine so that you can continue to be productive doing life during this quarantine. All right, you guys, we're going to take one more quick break and I'll be back to take your questions. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. I am taking questions. These were sent to me from my Instagram story the other day when I announced that I actually have a podcast coming. So let's dive right in. This first question is from Claude. She said, what gave you the idea for Ultimate Portion Fix? So the idea for Ultimate Portion Fix actually came a while ago. Um, gosh, probably nine years ago. I was a trainer at a popular gym. I was working with my clients, and one client in particular, was struggling. I was seeing her four to five days a week for an hour at a time, and she would sort of lose and gain the same five pounds over and over and over again. And we couldn't figure out why because I was kicking her ass in the gym. And I knew like this woman was dedicated. And we ended up becoming very good friends. We went out to lunch one day. 
We went to a local restaurant here. We ordered salads. These salads were enormous. And she ate the whole salad. And as I sat there across the table from her, she was talking. And I I almost kind of zoned out for a second. And I looked at her and I said, that's our problem right there. And she said, what? And I said, you ate the whole salad. And she was like, oh, my God, Autumn, seriously, it's a salad. Like, basically, are you going to tell me I can't eat a salad now? And I said to her, yeah, but it's not. It's not just a salad because there's probably four or five servings of lettuce in there, which if it was just lettuce, that would be one thing. But there was pasta. There was croutons. There was cheese. um, There was chicken. There was enough salad dressing to cover the whole thing. And I pulled out the menu because here in Los Angeles, the calorie count is on the menu. And that salad was over 1,400 calories. Like it was practically her entire intake for the day in one meal. And that's sort of where the idea was born that we needed portion control. Everything is supersize and oversize and value size and family size. And so that's when I started to work on the project. And it was about two years in the making. It started off as something called Change My Plate. And after I launched that on the Hallmark Channel, uh, it got into the hands of Beachbody and they brought me in. We had a meeting and the long and short of it is, is that I sold the product to Beachbody got to stay on and continue to develop it further. And here we are seven years later with it now being Ultimate Portion Fix, a full-on nutrition program that has helped hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people lose weight. So I am very, very proud of that. Um, Somebody said, how do you refresh your hair after a workout? I will tell you guys this. I'm lucky I have really thick hair. So A lot of times I don't have to do anything. Like if I have just washed my hair the night before, I don't have to do anything. I actually don't wash my hair every day. I wash it every other day. But if it needs a little refresher, I'll throw some dry shampoo in there. But again, I know I'm lucky. I have thick hair. It doesn't look greasy for at least two to three days afterwards. I don't really have to do much of anything other than brush it. Okay. Who is your biggest female inspiration in business and life and why? All right, all honesty. I would say for the last several years, Jennifer Lopez has been one of my biggest inspirations. You might all be laughing at me. You might all be thinking I'm crazy, but that woman is a boss. She gets it done. She knew what she wanted and she went after it with every bit of determination. And when you watch her, when you watch her sort of behind the scenes and stuff, like she just knows what she wants and she doesn't give in. Like she just keeps going for it. So she's been incredibly successful, obviously in the music industry. She is an awesome dancer. She's an amazing actress. Um, she's an amazing businesswoman. So I, as a, as a business person, I actually look up to her very much. Like I said, she is a boss. Um, female inspirations in life. Oh my gosh, I have so many. I'm inspired, honestly, you guys, by the everyday person, like the everyday mom. I have so many amazing friends, um, especially in the Beachbody world that are like Beachbody coaches and stuff like that, that I've just watched them grow so much. I hear their stories about where they were before they became Beachbody coaches and where they're at now. And I watch how they are with their families and they're just like such inspiration, salt of the earth people. Um, you know, I've got a crew in, in Miami that I absolutely love and adore. They're like a second family to me. 
I have a girlfriend in Dallas who I adore. Same thing. Just an amazing person has come so far. I have friends in Vegas. Um, they're, they're the, like, that's what it is when it comes to life. I'm not necessarily looking at, um, celebrities. Like when it comes to life, I'm looking at just real life people. Like those are the people that inspire me the most. Sometimes there are people I don't even know that have done my workout programs or my nutrition programs. And I hear their stories and I connect with them and they move me so much. So those are the people that really just inspire me. Okay. Next question, how to keep good nutrition during this time and how to manage stress. So I think we actually talked about that in the last segment that but I'll give you a few more tips. So don't go to the grocery store hungry. I said that. Shop the perimeter. That's a really big one. Let me just give you this tip. If you don't buy the junk food, then you can't eat the junk food. So while you're stuck at home during the quarantine, whenever you do make the grocery store run, you guys don't buy seven bags of chips. Don't buy seven bags of cookies. Don't stock the freezer with ice cream. If it's there, it's going to tempt you. I'm the first to admit it. Like, I love cookies. I love me a good Oreo, but you will never find Oreo cookies in my house because if they're there, I would eat them all. So they wouldn't be there very long anyways. So if I want a cookie, uh, when I want a cookie, I'll make them. Uh, That way I know what's in them. I'm not getting a bunch of artificial uh, sweeteners or preservatives or things like that. I know exactly what's in it. I make it. I'll eat it and enjoy it, maybe freeze the rest or give the rest away to family or friends, and that's it. So the biggest tip I can give you, whether it's right now during this quarantine or any other time, is that if you don't bring the junk food into your house, you you can't eat it. No matter how many times you go look in the pantry, it won't be there. No matter how many times you look in the fridge or freezer, it won't be there. So don't buy it. Okay. Am I overtraining? If I start doing two-a-days, I am home and have the time and desire. You know what? My my answer is is no, you're not overtraining. The human body is meant to move and we barely move anymore. We spend so much of our time sitting. Uh, we really need to move more. So working out, you know, if you're if you're used to working out 30 minutes a day and now you're working out for an hour a day, no, that's not going to be overtraining. If you're used to working out 1 hour a day and you start working out 2 hours a day, chances are you're not going to overtrain. What you do need to be careful of is not overtraining the same muscle group repeatedly because then, yes, that can lead to overtraining and injury. And then you just need to make sure you're also doing the proper self-care and getting enough rest and fueling your body so that it can heal and recover from that workout. So stretching, foam rolling, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, eating your fruit, eating your veggies, eating your you know, your protein and your healthy carbohydrates and not your sugars, all of that stuff is going to help in the recovery process. So make sure you're doing that. But do I think it's okay to work out two workouts a day? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, Could you please talk about your breast surgery and how that affected your workouts? Hey, you guys, this, uh, this podcast is called Let's Do Life. So we're going to do it and I'm going to ask, I'm going to get asked the the maybe harder questions that you wouldn't expect me to answer, and I'm going to answer them. So yes, I do have breast augmentation. I had my breast done the first time when I was 25. I actually waited until I was 25 because I wanted to be really secure in who I was before I got them done. And by the time I was 25, um, I felt like 
I knew why I was doing it, which was I was perfectly happy with my body the way it was. And if I never did it, no big deal. But at the same time, I am naturally very lean. I'm also a dancer. I grew up as a dancer, majored in it in college. Big breasts don't run in my family. I was basically as flat as the wall. And you know what? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I just wanted to feel more womanly. So yes, I got my breasts done. In terms of how it affected my workout, it it did. I mean, I had to do what the doctor said, which was I had to wait four weeks after surgery before I could start exercising again. But that wasn't the end of the world for me. Um, it felt like it for a split second, but I had a great surgeon. He was very adamant, like, hey, you know, don't mess up my work and don't put yourself at risk. Wait the four weeks um, because you didn't want me to sweat, didn't want me to tear my sutures. And so I did. I waited. And then when I was given the all clear, I started back slowly. I started back just with like walking on the treadmill. And then I started back with very lightweight training. And I won't train my chest very heavy anymore. Um, that's something that I was told not to do. So yes, you'll see me do push-ups and you'll see me do chest exercises in my workout programs. But if you notice, my weights are never that heavy for my chest exercises. But other than that, it really didn't, um, it really didn't affect me in a bad way. Um, and I'm quite happy with them and I feel good about it. And yeah, so there's that. All right, let's take one more question. How do you get motivated every day to get up and work out and fight sweet cravings? Okay, we're, we're going to end up talking about this a lot on this podcast. But here's what I'll say. You guys, I'm not always motivated, but I am always disciplined. I learned discipline at a very young age. First of all, I have an Italian dad, okay? So like discipline was just instilled in us in all things that we did. But I also was a competitive dancer. I started competing when I was 13 years old. And that was not something that, you know, was forced on me by, by my parents. That was something I had been begging to do since I could remember since I was like four or five years old. That's all I wanted to do was dance. So when I made that competition team, I was going to be in that studio come hell or high water. I mean, I remember I would even, I would be sick and I would lie about being sick and go to school sick so that I could go to dance class. Because obviously if I stayed home from school, I was going to have to stay home from dance class. And I would be damned if I was going to miss class. So because I just loved it so much. So I learned discipline at a really young age and that has carried through and that has carried through to my fitness. And I do love fitness just like I love dance. And I know that might make me the oddball because not everybody likes it, but that's also why it's really important to find a, uh, to find a form of fitness that you do really enjoy so that you can stick with it and you can be disciplined about it. But the bottom line is this. It's like 30 minutes a day to an hour a day. It's not that much of your day. And it makes you feel better. And it does so much good for your body. And worst case scenario, you can do the old mind game tricks, right? I mean, I've been there when I'm not feeling it where you're just like, all right, maybe I'm not going to do the hardest workout today. So I'll just switch it up and do something else. I think so often people get stuck in this regimented mindset of like, well, I'm supposed to do blah, blah, blah workout today. And then they don't feel like their body hurts or their body's tired or they don't feel like doing that workout. So instead of just picking a different workout to do, 
they skip the workout altogether. And you don't have to skip the workout altogether. If your you know legs are super sore and it's supposed to be leg day for you, fine, don't do leg day. Go for a walk or do some yoga or stretch or do upper body. But do something like you don't have to skip the workout altogether because then what happens is you skip the workout, then you start to beat yourself up for skipping the workout and you go into this downward spiral and then you skip it the next day because you're mad at yourself and and that's where it gets off track. So again, I'm not always motivated, but I am always disciplined. I know no matter how much I don't want to do that workout, if that day, like when that day comes, because it does happen. I know I'll always feel better afterwards. So I just start. That's the bottom line. Set the alarm clock, set out the workout clothes, get up and just start. Look, even if you do five minutes and then you do stop, five minutes is better than doing nothing at all. But I bet if you get five minutes in, you're gonna finish the workout. So just start. Just tell yourself all you gotta do is five minutes or all I gotta do is 10 minutes. And if I'm still hating it during those 10 minutes, then I can stop. But if you just get going, chances are you won't stop. And then when it comes to the sweet cravings, that comes down to, again, you got to get it out of your body. So sugar, fake processed sugar, refined sugar, look, all the studies out there tell us that it's just as addictive as cocaine or heroin. It gives us the same response in our brain that those drugs give us. So yes, People are addicted to sugar. It's just accepted. So you need to get it out of your system. And the only way to get it out of your system is to stop eating it. So stop buying it. And yes, will the cravings get stronger before they go away? Probably. And how long will it take? About two to three weeks. So make sure that for two to three weeks, you're not bringing that super highly processed junk food into the house. That's one less opportunity you have to eat it. Make sure you're scheduling your food and you've got healthy food on hand because if you're eating every two and a half to three hours and your blood sugar doesn't plummet, it's a lot easier to resist the junk food. Stay away from the break room when you do go back to work if you know that it's always loaded with pastries and donuts and things like that. Um, Use fruit as a substitution. That's a great way to handle a sweet craving. uh, Fruit is plenty sweet. It's just that that processed fake sugar is so sweet that our taste buds need it if that's what we're constantly giving it. But once you get it out of your system, your taste buds will change and natural whole foods will end up satisfying that craving. So don't buy it. All right, guys, that's it for our first episode of Let's Do Life. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe. Check back in every week. We have a fabulous episode coming to you next week. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. This show is produced by Will Sterling for Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at podcastone.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. 